welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. And as always, thanks for listening. Let's go back and revisit the seminary education thought process. This time, let's broaden it. And let's take it in three phases. Three phases being this. And here's the reason why I'm even going here. I had a friend the other day in Sunday school ask me, honestly, hey, you got a seminary degree? What do you think? He says, I want to go to seminary. I want to use my GI Bill. And uh, would like to get some uh, seminary on me. Literally, for for about two seconds, my brain just went... <coughs> um, but, I mean, you could feel the cogs. I mean, just hear them grinding in my head. Why is that? Well, part of it is is I had just all these thoughts just flooding in all at once. Uh, you know, conservative versus liberal, um, uh, and um, accredited versus non-accredited, self-study versus not, versus distance programs. And so I'm going to take this in three phases. Okay, to just kind of nail some things down. Number one, <clears throat> if you have the desire and the discipline, you can know as much as a PhD all on your lonesome. A biblical studies professor out there, you can totally do it. Have there been self-educated people out there? Absolutely. Are there fairly famous ministers that were self-educated? Yes. As a matter of fact, there were. Now, literally now, more than any other time in Bloomin' history, there is so much information online that you can, if you have the ability, can learn on your own. Just about anything. I mean, as far as I'm aware. Um, online. And it will be normally either almost no cost or uh, nominal fee. All right. Nominal fee. Now, I'm going to take this in levels because and each level is going to be more expensive. Okay, each as I as I go along. So, reading on your own a lot cheaper, a lot harder. But, if you have the willpower, you have the mind, you can do it. 
and you can be smart as any PhD out there. Um, I'm, that's my opinion, my humble opinion. Now, the thing is, uh, it's difficult because what you're, there are certain things that you need to know. You need, you know, t to know the languages, which are very hard sometimes to learn online. Not impossible, but difficult. But but the resources, I mean, library resources, online resources, bookstore resources, half-price bookstore resources. There's tons of resources out there. And uh, people post stuff all the time trying to teach people how to do stuff. So if you find somebody that you click with, then, then that can be really sweet and you can know. But that, is, so let's just say self-study. Okay? Self-study. That's where nobody's putting anything on you. You, you figure your own curriculum out and you you like say, okay, I need to know about this, 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 this. And you look it up, you do your research and you, you figure it out. Okay? That's level one. Level two. Level two in... Biblical studies, Bible knowledge type stuff would be distance education. There are distance education programs that come in two flavors, two varieties. One is accredited, and the other one is not accredited. And to be very honest with you, I have taken courses from both in distance education and I didn't notice a whole big difference between the two. Might have been just the programs I'm in. But uh, I have taken coursework at Luther Rice Seminary and uh, as well as the uh, Institute of Theological Studies ITS which was at the time through Dallas Theological Seminary and uh, the lecturer was Dr. Roselle from Gordon uh, Cronwell Seminary. And it was awesome, and I loved it. I think my, my teacher, I believe, was John Hanna. Could be wrong. But anyway, it was great. Now, to be honest, um, I've also taken coursework at another institution um, and uh, and it was it was equal to anything I had before and actually completed uh, my master's degree at that place again distance education now the dif difference is this when you're talking about um, distance education, be that <clears throat> distance or online, all right? And by the way, I'm not talking about hybrid where there's you go to the seminary and then do some online. I'm talking about totally online. Normally, if it's accredited, it's more expensive. Why? It's more expensive because... 
Accreditation has to do with governmental functions. And once you get to the government, the government has criteria. And when they have this criteria, it does several things, but not the least of which is they have things that the seminary must do in order to receive government money. And uh, a lot of those things are expensive for a seminary to upkeep. And so they have to raise their tuition in order to make that happen. Uh, If they're non-accredited, distance education programs, the information could be the same. Now, I have to be careful here because non-accredited distance education programs where where basically um, it's either online or, more often than not, um, you're going to listen to lectures, uh, you're going to read the books, you're going to take proctored tests and send those tests in and have them graded. So it's not a, I'm not referring to a diploma mill. A diploma mill is basically where you send the seminary money, they send you a, a certificate. That's a diploma mill. All right. Coursework is almost non-existent. I've never gone to a diploma mill. Now, um, now here's the thing. Again, distance education is going to be more if it's accredited than non-accredited. Information, I'll be very honest with you. I, saw, I mean, it was almost identical. I mean, there's some really good non-accredited programs out there. And by the way, there's also non-accredited seminary seminaries that you can go to and sit in the classroom, and they're non-accredited. But anyway, now, let's go to level three. Okay, we're not doing distance anymore. We're doing seminary seminary. Well, you're driving your little pink self over to the seminary and you're polishing a chair and you're sitting in the course and you're doing the whole thing that is a little more expensive why because you're there there's a lot of fees that are associated with a physical campus a lot of upkeep with classrooms um it's way different to teach a course online than it is person to person. Now, a lot of people were wondering, you know, and and by the way, actual seminary seminaries come in two varieties as well, accredited and non-accredited. And, by the way, the non-accredited will usually be less expensive than the accredited. But both of those in a lot of in in many ways, end up being more expensive, or at least <laughs> probably not anymore. But they used to be more expensive than the online programs. But uh, crazy as it sounds, some of the on- online programs are just as expensive as uh, going to this actual seminary itself. But anyway, the thing is, when you go to the seminary, um. There's a lot of other things involved and a lot of uh, interaction. So what you get is person to person. That's not something you get a lot of online or in the distance programs. Um, 
distance programs can uh, technology has gotten to the point now to where they you can interact with other students quite a bit and with professors quite a bit so the platforms uh, that, that people are using on the computer to interact on with these classes is getting pretty amazing but it's still not you there with the teacher you there with the other students now the real question would be, where do I decide what I want to do? At what point do I wake up and say, that's what I want to do? That's the issue. Well, here's what I'm going to I'm gonna say, and this is my little humble opinion. Okay? Take it for what it's worth. If you think, oh, Lauren, you're, you know, L.A., you're full of, full of gas, that's fine. But here it is. If you're going to be a professional minister, you probably need to go to the seminary. Now, why do I say that? When you go to the seminary physically, you interact with other students and you interact with the professors. A lot of times, these are the people that will help you get your first church and get your first job as a professional minister. The campuses are more expensive, but what you're paying for is a lot more intense, hand, you know, I want to say hand-holding, but that doesn't always happen. I'm just saying uh, that face-to-face -face attention, that face-to-face -face interaction, that's what the extra money is. And that's usually a little more expensive than any of the, of the other options. But if you're going to be a professional minister, and by the way, if you're in a specific denomination and you like that denomination and you want to stay in that denomination, you, there's going to be pathways that you have to follow. They're going to tell you, well, if you're going to do, if you're going to get be in a church like this one, then you're going to have to go to this this institution or this institution or this institution. And they'll have a list of places that you got to get. Now, why is that? You know something. In in some ways, I find that highly just just disturbing but it's true um it, it really in some ways it has to do with church politics and i really don't want to get into that but it does because uh the honest truth is you have to go in some it's some ways you have to go to if you're in a specific kind of church and this, your denomination is very particular, and your particular church, your your church that you that you're in, that you like, that you want to get a job in, a church similar to, is in this little niche. Then you got to follow the niche. So if they want you, you know, if they only hire people, if churches like that, that the church that that you know is similar to the one you want to work in. Is only like uh, only hires from a certain seminary. Guess what? You got to do that. And a lot of times, that's regional. Um, I'm going to go into the weeds real quick here, if I, if I'm not careful. So let me just walk it back a second. Again, if you are in a denomination and you like that denomination and you want to stick with that denomination you're going to have to go to where the denomination says go for seminary end of story 
Now, some denominations aren't that picky. In fact, a lot of independent churches aren't that picky. In fact, nowadays, a lot of independent churches don't even care if you got a seminary degree. I've seen plenty of pastors never been to seminary. Now, is that disturbing? Can be. But uh, because, you know, you really don't know kind of where they got their information from necessarily unless they tell you. Um, and a lot of times they're shooting from the hip. But, again, if they're one of these self-study people and they did their due diligence and they, uh, you know, studied and, and, and earned it the hard way on, online, you know, by themselves, more power to them. God bless them. But uh, let's just say that when somebody goes to a particular school, to a particular seminary, you kind of get it. Now, let me also say this. There are plenty of universities that have religion departments. Now, these religion departments um, teach Bible courses. And can you go there and, uh, and get some... Pretty awesome knowledge. Yes, you can. Uh, I've listened to several people who've gone to different programs that were from universities. They were super awesome. But uh, let me also say, again, if you're st if you're particular to a denomination, normally if you want to stay in that denomination, you're going to need to follow that path. And they're going to have one for you. Now, if you don't care, and you're not going to be a professional, but you want to know what you know, then you got a lot of options. You have a lot of options. Then it just depends on how you feel about how you want to get your knowledge. Alright? And it works this way. We're talking about the Bible, the Old and New Testament, and the theology that surrounds it. That's what we're talking about. Well, there are, uh, at, at this point, really, um, the sky's the limit for you. If all you're wanting to do is... Uh, is get Bible knowledge, then again, you can self-study. But, I think what you need to ask yourself at that point is how much money do you, or can you, crank out? Because, again, if you go to a seminary seminary, it's going to be, can be pricey. If you're going online, can be pricey should be less pricey than being at the seminary. Should be. Not always is, but should be. And then, if you don't care if you get college credit and you just want the knowledge, then, man, you know, then you can just do self-study all day long. Now, why do I say that? Because, really, the one thing that should unify this, the one desire should be this. 
you want to know the Lord Jesus Christ closer, better, and fuller. And you're going to do that by studying his word as deep as you can. His language as deep as you can. The languages of the Bible as deep as you can. The history as deep as you can. You, you're going to go as deep as you can as far as you can afford it. God honors desire to know him more. And if God wants you in seminary, he'll find a way. But if he doesn't, he'll still make a way for you to learn. The highest form, the, the, the thing I believe that really honors and warms the heart of the living God is study. Because it shows a desire to know Him better. And when when you know His book, I mean, that Jesus studied. <laughs> Paul studied. All these people. Then that is what God's looking for. And he will bless it. And he will bless any amount of Bible knowledge that you can accumulate. Now, is it is it just about accumulating Bible knowledge? No. It should be about accumulating this knowledge so that you grow in a relationship and better knowledge of Jesus and the history of his people. The language of his people. The desire of his people. And so that you can discern things from the Bible more accurately. That way, if you hear somebody spewing something weird from the pulpit, you can nail them. And I don't mean necessarily just stand up and say, Look, you're, you're, you're a goob because this, this, this is wrong, this, this, this is wrong, this is wrong. Now, hey, God lead you to do that. Spirit's behind you. Go get them. But uh, <laughs> you don't see a whole lot of that. Maybe we should. But the main thing is, is knowing the Word so well that the Holy Spirit will teach you and Jesus will teach you so well that you grow in a relationship with Him and the living God. So that's why. That's why it's study. That should be the factor. And let me just say, if you have a desire to be a professional minister, but you don't have that desire, then you need to rethink your professional minister thought process. Because anyone who's quote-unquote a professional minister... And that's somebody who gets paid to work at a church. Um, that should be the first focus of their entire thought process is getting to know Jesus better. And anyone that just blows off study, uh, anyone that just cares less about it, should have absolutely nothing to do with uh, working in a church unless they're pushing a broom. 
I mean, for real. They should not be in church leadership because a pastor is a Bible, is, is a pastor teacher, not just a pastor, not just the leader. You're not the heavenly field coach. Forget that junk. The issue is, is if, if you're a coach, even the coach is supposed to know what he's talking about. So, hopefully, this doesn't just blow everything out of the water. But again, just rehash three things. Self-study. You can do it on your own. Resources online, library, all that fun stuff. Number two, you can go distance. Distance education and online. Online's a little more. Online can be accredited or not accredited. If it's accredited, it's going to be more money. If it's not accredited, normally not. But again, you can do it that way. Or you can drive yourself to the seminary and do the class the old-fashioned way. You do that, get a lot more interaction, you get a lot more TLC, get a lot more one-to-one. But it, that's going to be the most expensive option. And a lot of people say, well, I'll just go into debt because of that. Well, think about it, okay? Think about it really hard. Is that the sacrifice God's asking you to make? Because 90% of the, I'm telling you, a lot of ministers feel that way. Well, God just wanted me to go into debt, so I'll go to, go to seminary. Well, I, here's a silly question. Uh, God uh, wants you in debt, and also you can't get this information any other way. Well, I can't get hired any other way. Okay, so now we're talking about denominational stuff. Okay, so I get that. Anyway, so. Bless you in your journey. Please make the journey in some level, some way. Study to show thyself approved a workman worthy of the living God. Actually, I believe it's a workman rightly dividing the word of truth. But anyway, I want to encourage you and say, keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.